Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast with your boy, Torres Finney, and my co-host, Tyler Layfield. What's up, Tyler? Nothing much, man. Another another week in sports, um, some ups and some downs, but man, it's a uh, it's coming around. We'll 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 talk about everything, bro. But um, there's definitely yeah, been some really highlights. Up and down. Yeah, there's been some <laughs> highlights and there's been some some low points. So um, man, I'm ready to jump into it, bro. Can't tell you enough. Well, let's do it, man. Let's do it. You know, so um let me address something first. Go ahead. All right. There's a lot of people uh they was asking me about the slap that has happened uh, this past weekend. Uh, and it's so funny because it actually went a little bit viral in the Brazilian jiu-jitsu community. Uh, okay, let me, let me explain really? to everybody. Let me explain to everybody what this is. So the competition, it was me versus a guy named Evan Stapler. Evan Stapler is a blue, uh, blue belt in jiu-jitsu. He was on the PGF, which is a really well-known um, jiu-jitsu uh, competition they have a season that happened it's all over youtube it's, uh this is their season two he oh. participated in it he tapped out black belt brown belts he did really good he wow. was he's actually really good a top ranked blue belt and um they matched up against me i was me and him was a co-main event and uh in, in battle mountain and we were doing it in combat jiu-jitsu let me explain to everybody what combat jiu-jitsu is combat oh, jiu-jitsu is you're allowed to slap when you have a hand or a knee down, which will make you as a grounded opponent. Mm -hmm. So the video y'all saw was me doing the slap, but I didn't get my knee down in time. And the thing is, a lot of people don't understand. Once I was told that rule, I actually went out there and did something that I actually never practiced. I actually never really practiced for this combat jiu-jitsu. I was going to treat this like an MMA fight. Use like I knew I could only use my open palms to hit. Uh-huh. So I was going to just take him down and just beat his head into the ground until I, you know, I got the win. And there's also, if you got a knockout with your slaps, mm-hmm. you got a $500 KO bonus. So but that's you, you, know, you know, you know, you were all about that. You were wanting to make. I was. <laughs> yeah, we we know this. I wasn't at all going for no submissions. No, no. <laughs> like, slap him, man. Knock I, now, him out. Did I want which, the belt? Which he yes. was shook. Oh, yeah, he was shook, bro. You got a nice yeah. pop on him. Holy crap, man. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, sometimes I doubt myself of my power uh-huh. until I'm able to, like, to see. I have to, I have to see more of that. Because in practice, I don't like to be, you know, a bad guy. You basically be a douche where I'm hitting guys hard when I'm trying to knock him out. I don't do that in practice because that's not me. Yeah. When I actually, like, when I practice, like, I touch you, keep going, you know, and if I do slightly rock you, I ask you, are you okay? Are you good? And then I continue. But I do not try to knock out any of my teammates, anybody in the sparring room. So when I when I get that opportunity in competition, I see myself, and the fact that I just I rocked him with a slap, it shocked me as well. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It shocked me to the point where I was like, I think he's faking. But a lot of people were like, Finney, you hit pretty hard. 
So it, it, and when you it, when it you hard. hear the sound of it, y'all, when you if you can go back and watch the video, the sound it's like a whip. Like if, if this wasn't no little <laughs> tap, man, this was a full on like that. That hurt. That hurt, bro. Like I don't know <laughs> if he was faking it, man. He was shook. Yeah, and it's so funny because my coaches and his coaches, they're on Facebook, they're going back and forth. Everybody's arguing about the rules. There, I'm not going to lie, there was a whole bunch of drama that has been built up with this. And to be honest, he said he was going to accept the rematch. His coach don't want him to do a rematch. I mean, to be honest, we was only in there for 10 seconds. Like, we literally went all the way up the Battle Mountain, which is like yeah. an hour, 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 about 10 minutes, hour and 20. Yeah, for ten seconds, we didn't. I, I literally didn't do anything, and you know, um, it's just it was just an aggravating thing. You know, I was I was mad. I was like, freak, man. You know, yeah. I, I, you know, and and the thing is, like, if anybody saw me, they saw when I did the fake. I did that first fake. If you see the video, I did the first fake to see his reaction, and I saw his reaction. He had his hands to his hips. And he didn't react. And I was like, oh, so if I get my knee down, boom, that's a quick slap. Yeah. And call it a day. And call it a day. Uh -huh. I knew. I was like, if I get a good shot on him, like, you know, I, I now, like I say, I second guess myself sometimes with my power, but I do believe if I get a clean shot on almost I'll anyone, here. I believe really? I can do some damage. And, and, and it, you know, I, I ain't gonna lie, my hand, you know, after, and plus, there's another thing. After doing MMA for so long, then the transition to do combat jiu-jitsu randomly on one day, I'm so used to twisting my hip, throwing that slap. I mean, or throwing that punch, throwing hooks and stuff. Like, you know, <clears throat> combat jiu-jitsu is too close to fighting. It's basically almost like fighting. Mm -hmm. So I might as well, like, everything is basically almost legal in combat jiu-jitsu except for, like, knees and kicking. I'm able to slap you. I'm able to blow yeah, my yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, like, it's too close to fighting. So you got to prep yourself up for that type of stuff anyway. Like, or tone, or tone yourself you down. Me, turn yourself down because you're used to yeah, like. you got to turn yeah, down yeah. a dot. Uh -huh. And I'm already so amped up, you know, because I'm, I'm an MMA fighter. You yeah, know, it's, yeah. it's hard to, and I call, and like a lot of us call, we call jujitsu. It's like gentleman grappling. It's grappling. It's tough. But mm -hmm. more, it's, it's more laid back. And, you know, that's, I mean, that's why I wrestle. That's why yeah. I do MMA. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm so energetic, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of aggressive. So it's hard for me to hold myself back in those situations. And you, and you said, like you said that this like caused like a whole rift in the jujitsu community, you say? Yes. There are guys all over Facebook that are arguing back. Just all forth. over the state or the, you think maybe uh, well, the country in, in Alabama and Georgia and Tennessee. I uh -huh. mean, they're absolutely arguing, man. They're nuts right now. So. I'm not gonna lie. If you had to say, it, what do you think? Who's which? Which side is getting the most support? Yours or, or the the other fellow? Um. Okay. So the referee. See. Okay. It, it, it's literally a long story, but I'm gonna shorten it up as quick as I can. So Tenth Planet Jiu Jitsu is out of uh. They 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 have a lot of different places. They in, and they're actually one in Perry. They're in uh, Alabama. Uh, Perry, Georgia. Uh, they yeah, have yeah. one in Alabama. There's one in, uh, I think, believe there's one in Tennessee. So there's a, this thing called Tenth Planet uh, Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. They like to go by, there's some type of the world's combat Jiu-Jitsu. They like to go by those rules. And those rules, your whole hip have to be on the ground. Basically, your butt got to be on the ground for you to slap. All right? Or you got to be literally on top of somebody to slap. Okay? Mm -hmm. Where in Battle Mountain rules, 
All I needed was one hand on the ground or a knee. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a rules meeting. The man literally made on the announcement, if you have any question about your rules in your match, go to the referee and talk with him. So to be honest, Evan Stapler and his camp didn't know that having one knee down was the rule. They thought me having my butt down, like me being all the way down. Imagine his surprise. Imagine his surprise when he thought that you could just slap him if you had your hips down and then Torres is just swinging. <laughs> Torres just comes in just swinging heat, boy. God, <laughs> I know you caught him off guard big time, dude. Yeah. And, and, and now they – because a lot of his camp is like, well, that's a cheap shot. You know, he's a wuss. He's a punk. You know, yeah. you would have still won regardless. You know, he's a cheater. And take the rematch. Take the rematch then, right? Exactly. That's all you got to do. But we you can, know what? We could easily but, settle this, right? We could easily, like, Colin, we could easily settle it this. It ain't hard, bro. But you Call know him what? out. Call him out. What is it? 10th ten, player what? or whatever? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Come on. Do it. You know what, Tyler? The sad Cowards. part about it. Battle Mountain is only once a year. Ah, so yeah. So I'll have to wait all the way to next year to so-called uh. rematch him. And to be honest, Tyler, I, I, I like after all this drama because I'm being tagged and random people asking to come spar me and all this bull crap. So I, I know, man. And I'm like, I'm a nice guy. Like, I literally had no intentions to hurt this man. Well, yeah. actually, I had intentions to hurt him to get the money, but oh, yeah. I had no intentions to do a cheap shot. Yeah. That's what I want everybody to understand. It was because of the rule set. And once he told me all I needed was one knee was down, mm-hmm. I was trying to time that knee. Obviously, it was late. Yes, I did not get my knee down in time. But that was my intention, not me cheap shotting. And that's what everybody on the Facebook community, all they all going back, tagging me. This, and I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. leave me alone. Like, just, just leave me alone. Yeah. Like, I, like you just, it's so funny. My coach says, guys in jiu-jitsu, they speak a big man game. But they they're not they're not about it. Everybody talks a lot, but that's the reason why a lot of them do jujitsu and a lot of them don't get in the cage and fight. A yeah. lot of them don't get in the cage and fight. They just talk. So that makes sense. It makes sense. Mm, you know, fans being fans. Fans being sad. fans. And speaking of fans, <laughs> speaking of fans, I guess we can make the transition on that. I'm glad you threw that one in there. <laughs> um, there, there was some foolishness that happened this past week, bro, yeah. in, in the NBA. I don't know if many of you guys out there listening caught it, but um, during I believe it was, yeah, it was Wednesday, Wednesday night's game uh, the, between the Wizards and the 76ers, Russell Westbrook, um, he was getting carried, like helped off the court, got hurt. It was in Philadelphia, um, and he was getting helped off the court, going to the tunnel out of nowhere, gets showered with some popcorn uh, from a fan. You could see Russell Westbrook, like, clearly, clearly upset. Oh, yeah, we we know what Russell – He this isn't his first interaction with fans. I don't know if you remember Torres, but, um, oh, man, it was, it was some years ago where he had a run-in with some Utah fans that were saying some stuff about him. Yes, yes. on so the sidelines. He's mm-hmm. – yeah, he's this isn't his first, you know, walk in the park with, uh, with fans in this type of manner, but um, the fan dumped popcorn on him. Uh, was instantly escorted out and has since been, um, you know, suspended for for life. Apparently, you know, can't come back to any games. He's had his season tickets revoked, all that good stuff. And then it just so happens that same night, Trey Young, and as we highlighted in the last 
uh, podcast. Trey Young has upset quite a quite a bit of some New Yorkers, man. He was upset, he even upset the mayor, as we had highlighted, uh, you know, last week's in last week's show. Um, but somebody decided to spit on Trey Young, and you, know, you could clearly see it on video. So I mean, That's dude, awful, dude, fans out of pocket, throwing stuff, spitting stuff at players. And you missed one more. What? What one more? The fans directed comments at the family of John Moran. That's right. Also in Utah, were ejected. Yeah, from the arena. I'm glad you brought that up. So, and they said it to Dylan Brooks's too. They were saying some racist yeah, stuff to Dylan Brooks family. They had to be, man. Uh-huh. You know, and that's like what? That's two times in Utah in like what the span of two years. For real? You just said you just said Utah. So yeah, yeah, man, you're right, bro. Like these fans are getting out of pocket. I mean, you gotta. I want. I want these fans to understand this. We just went a whole year without even having us in the arena when these guys are performing. We just went a whole year without that. Mm-hmm. Now we're taking advantage of that in the span of one day. For real. We had three instances like this in one day. Like that, this right. is like this would be like a once a year, sometimes once every two years type thing. This yeah. don't usually this don't usually make headline news, but it made headline news because for one, there's already a limitation on how many guys can be in the arena. And for one, one throwing popcorn, you're nuts. Uh, and and like Philly, like you already don't got the best of uh, you know, besides Boston and their fans, but Philly, you already don't yeah, got Boston the best catches of a bad, fans. bad rap too. Like you're right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. So you already don't got the bad rap with COVID and stuff, you know, COVID stuff going around and all these people. You had the New York fan, you had the audacity to spit. Uh, uh-huh. and you're that close. Like uh-huh. y'all don't understand. Like these fans do not understand, like. I ain't, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna fight. I, I know I fight, but seeing a guy like Russell Westbrook with his evil intentions and his explosiveness, imagine that guy trying to knock your head off. Yeah, do you not know? Right. I'd be afraid 40, of Russell, bro. Russell don't play. Two hundred and ten pounds. Russell don't coming play. at you full speed. Um, that ain't nothing. <laughs> about to have you another. Hey, about to have another malice in the palace. If you remember our test and then <laughs> hey, man, back that, in Detroit. That's yeah. another one. I won't oh, yeah. run out there running full speed at me trying to knock my head uh-uh. off. I don't care who you are. No. So, you know, that, that that and that's and that's the and that's the problem. You know, these fans are being secure. They don't understand. They think they're they're guarded. Ooh, I can throw popcorn. Ooh, I can spit. Ooh, mm-hmm. I can talk trash about your family and be racist. But you don't understand. You wouldn't do this on the street because you no. guard it. Because no. everybody, the camera is all on these superstars. If they would have run in the stands and grabbed you by your neck, you'd be like, hey, hey I'm telling the charge. Yeah. yeah. But, and then they would get suspended. Then they would get fined. Yes, they have yeah. repercussions behind doing that. But then you got those few. Run our test. I don't give a crap. I got a lot of money anyway. I'll go grab you by your mm-hmm. neck. I'll take the charge. I'll be a Dennis Rodman. You know, I don't care. You have those certain guys. You better be mindful, fans, because you do the wrong one, you in yeah. trouble. Yeah, you in trouble. And don't and hey, and don't let your name get out there on social media. No, oh, no. yeah, no, they'll come at you, bro. Like like oh. whole communities, they'll get you fired. Yeah, speaking of that, that that one um, instance that we talked about from Utah. I remember they found out the guy's name. Um, they got him like fired from his job. Like they they wow. yeah the, yeah fans fans went all out like after that guy. Um, oh, after that's that. Kind yeah, and you and you're at a game. This could be your off day. You get fired on your off day. Yeah, yeah. You could be at a game. 
you could be like, this could be a vacation for you. I know. And you're, this is nuts. That's what I'm saying. And Great. plus, let's be honest, these guys, you got to remember, these NBA guys, they probably got some power. They'd be like, hey, you know, hey, 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 I'll sign them up. Hey, go beat up this guy for me. Here. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five grand. Go, go some mafia up. stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Put, put a bounty on your head. You better, you better <laughs> watch out. Oh, God. <laughs> For real, for real, man. But yeah, I thought I thought it was wild. You had some NBA players coming out talking about it, saying stuff about it. Obviously, the NBA, they yeah, they did take action. Like I said, they suspending them, um, you know, taking away their their uh, privileges, you know, being a season ticket holder and things like that. So um, they they stepped up. They did something about it. Um, let's hope we don't see any more um, interactions. Quite necessary. I do expect fans to be fans at the end of the day. There is going to be heckling, but there, you just got to keep it. Um, you know, there's a fine line, I guess, you know, before, you know, if you call yeah. line, saying you suck, oh, you yeah, trash, yeah, stuff suck, like yeah. That. That, that, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that happens. It's common, but it's normal. saying your mom, this, and, you know, yeah. let's say if a player's mom is in trouble or slight like, could be passed away, uh-huh. your mom sucks, man, you know, she's yeah. dead, you know, stuff like that. That's too not much. necessary. Yeah. That's too much. Too much, too much. Well, um, let, let's highlight some of these. Um, some of these playoff matchups, obviously. Um, I, I mean, let's sit on the home team first. We actually had a friend of the show, Jackson. He was at the Atlanta game today, and we're, we're recording this here on Sunday. Atlanta's now up 3-1 in the series. Looked really good today. Nice, Handled it pretty nicely. Um, Trey Young's been doing his thing. Bogdanovich, I saw a stat today. Bogdanovich is plus 64. Plus 64 oh. is his plus minus right now in the series. Absolutely ridiculous. The whole team is playing well. Capella, Gallinari, um, you know, you name it, dude. They're they're just playing really well as a, as a whole team. Um, and the Knicks just – they still aren't quite playing up to their potential. I mean, I expect a little bit more, and I do think, you know, and, and I guess I'll go ahead and throw my prediction out for the next game. The next game is going to be in New York, um, obviously, game, you know, game five. I do think that the Knicks will end up pulling that one out somehow. I think that um, – I don't know. I just feel like somehow, some way they'll end up finding the resiliency to maybe pull that one out. I would like Atlanta to close it out, but I don't know. For some reason, I just think the narrative is going toward New York pulling that one out and this one going to six, kind of like I predicted. I think I think the Hawks will end up winning this one at home court, which could make up to be pretty nice. Um, but what, what did you notice from this series so far, and what how do you think this one's going to end? Well, what I noticed from this series is something I've said, you know, originally about the Knicks being really young. And I did talk about, you know, I said besides Derrick Rose and Todd Gibson, these yeah. guys are very fairly young in the playoffs. I said that uh, two mm-hmm. podcasts ago. And obviously, yes, Atlanta is a little bit younger themselves. They but are. Trey Young, first ever playoffs, he's performing. They're doing good. I mean, 27 points. Did he shoot the best from three-point today? Uh, well, we are recording this on a Sunday, but still. Did he shoot his best from three-point, you know, for this past game in game four? No, yeah. he didn't shoot the best three-point percentage. Still had 27 points. Still had mm-hmm. nine assists. Same thing with Jamie Collins. The man is playing. Bob Donovan, yeah. the man is playing. You know, now he didn't have the best game, but he was in clutch three, four, three. He, yeah, he, he played pretty well. It's probably his best game so far this series, I'd say. You think so? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He, he actually came alive assists. today. Yeah, Clint Capella. Uh, oh, hey, yeah. 15 rebounds, 10 points. Those are like those, – those make a difference. They and do. then I want y'all to go back and look at guys like I thought would have made some type of difference. You got a guy like Nerlin Noel. He played 15 minutes and only had one point. Stuff like that. 
he has been uh, hobbled. I'll say that much. He's been hobbled. He's had to. Um, they've yeah. been having to keep him on a minutes limit since he got hurt earlier this series. So, but still, like you said, fifteen minutes, one point. He probably could have did better. Yeah, Alex Burke, a guy that was one of their main guys in the game that they did win. Mm-hmm. You know, he hasn't been having those same games throughout the series. You yeah. know, like we said, we didn't know who that Joker was. To be, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you, I didn't. And. This I knew of him, but, but not, I didn't think he had that quite of a game in him, that, that first game, you know what I'm saying? No, I didn't. And yeah. now, every single game since then, uh, it hasn't been the same. No. You know, he hasn't looked the same. Mm-hmm. And Derrick Rose, you know, besides that game when he started at point guard, um, they've been starting him at point guard. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been playing okay. You know, it ain't been nothing serious. Um, Julius Randle, I just think he's struggling. He just – He still is, yeah. He's he just struggling, man. It's just not a series for a lot of these guys because they never, they never really been in this type of situation before. Mm-hmm. And neither have really the Hawks with a lot of their young guys. But I'm just saying it's just one young team playing better than another. And yeah. I just think the Hawks – and I thought the Hawks were the better team from the, from the jump. Yeah, I did. They more Hawks talent. Yeah, they just got way more talent. I agree. I did pick the Hawks in seven. I did say that. Um, I don't think it will go seven. You say uh, you picked the Hawks in six. I, still- I am starting to lean more of that. But I, after seeing these past two games, man, I don't. I think the Hawks just got the formula to beat this team regardless mm-hmm. of what adjustment that make. I unless unless the Hawks go completely cold in game five. They. I say Hawks in five. I think Hawks put it away. You think so? I mean, the Knicks could win this next game. If they actually start doing something that's kind of you think would be common sense, you think it would be something that they would have been doing this whole series, but attacking Trey Young on the defensive side of things, you know, like whenever they actually have the ball going at him, I, I would pick on him every play if I could, because we all know it's it's not it's not some type of groundbreaking information, but Trey Young isn't the best defensively, you know, it's just a well known yeah. thing. He, he makes his money on the yeah. offensive side of the ball, the threes, the assists, you know, everything he adds to a team on that end of the ball. But defensively, he's just a bit of a non-factor. You know, he's out there. I'm sure he could kind of stand in front of you, but he's not going to give you, you know, um, some some all-around great defense, you know. So I, not- I, the Knicks could easily go at this guy and, and score some points, um, and they could get him rattled, I think. Which, and, and you know, and I'll, I think you could be right here. I think they could close it out in five. For some reason, man, I'm just leaning. They're going back to New York. They have that crowd there. I think they'll feed off of it. I don't know. Maybe Adam Silver calls in the favor to you know to to whoever the head referee is. Hey man, let's 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 make a little extra cash. You know, let's make this thing go six. You know, so right. we'll see, man. It's just, and I'll say this much too. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of people tweeting about this, but the NBA it just feels a little better when the New York Knicks are actually doing you know decent. It feels like you know New Yorkers are just happy. Um, you've had people go on record saying that. Yeah. Nobody even gives a rip about Brooklyn and New York. Then nobody cares about the Nets, really. It's all about the New York Knicks right now. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle apparently means a lot more to New Yorkers than Kevin Durant, Kyrie, James Harden. And it's it that's, is, that's wild. true. That's wild. That's bro. Nut, that is nuts when Crazy you think, about, think about, it. about it. I'm gonna tell you this. This would blow the NBA heads off. Mm-hmm. And not only would it blow the NBA heads off, but this would blow the sports worlds off. If the Hawks would be up 3-1. On the New Year, you already know the Atlanta curse. No, 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 just hold it. Don't say just it. Hold Don't, it. I'm no. knocking on wood, everybody. I'm knocking on the wood. I'm knocking on the wood right now as we speak. Dollar. You're not gonna do this. If the story. New York Knicks You're not gonna were to come back down three one. Don't say on it. the Atlanta Hawks. Don't say it, man. Get out of here. Lord, get out of here. Hush. Hush. 
Look, I don't even know how to be able to do the show. We would do a one show. All the whole show would be nothing but the Knicks versus the Hawks oh, in game boy. seven. If that was to happen, I'm hoping it, it don't. Ain't, it ain't. I actually want I actually want the I actually want the Hawks to win. Uh-huh. But we also believe we also used to believe a lot of things when it happened with Atlanta. Yeah. And things happen. So they do. You know, I'm not gonna throw it out. Don't get mad at me, Atlanta fans, because I'm actually rooting for y'all. Don't get mad at me. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. We know how it goes. <laughs> we do. We know this. We've been around long enough. We know how this stuff goes. Well, so, um, let, let's talk a little bit about the team that they're probably going to be playing next round. If they should they move on, um, but or the series better yet, that's going to lead to that team. But I mean, dude, we got Philadelphia 76ers. They're up 3 0 in their their series against Washington. Surprise, surprise. Got it. Right. We we yeah. kind we kind of knew this one right. We knew this was going to probably happen. Philadelphia just They've had a great season. Embiid, like we said, has stepped up big time. Obviously, he was in the MVP conversation um, so far this year. You know, he, he's he's been up there, man. He's he's up there at the top of the top. He would have won if he never got injured. Yeah, he would have. Yes, he would have won if he had never gotten injured. I, I really do think so. Um, had a heck of a game last game. Fourteen of eighteen from the field, three or four from three point range. He had thirty six points, eight rebounds. You know, he didn't have to go too crazy. And then Tobias Harris has been really good for them as well. You know, we've been yes. constantly – you see his – I've been seeing his name quite a lot, you know. And this is a guy that when he was signed to that max deal, everybody's like, what the world? You know, like Tobias he Harris – thought it was stupid. Yeah, it was dumb. Like, we thought it was dumb at that time. But I mean, he's been stepping up. He has really been – I got to give it to him. 20 points, 13 rebounds last game. He's starting to come into his own. They're starting to pick up that rhythm. It looks like they're going to be playing, you know, and, you know, like I said, y'all, I've knocked on the wood. It looks like they'll be playing the, the Hawks um, next series, hopefully. Hopefully. I'm rooting for it, y'all. I really do want to, want to see that, man. But, um, I mean, can we both agree that this one's over, this series is over, Torres? Can we say that much? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah there's, uh, there, I see nothing that the uh, – unless, I mean, again, hopefully it doesn't, but unless, you know, MB. Danny Green and Tobias Harris all get hurt sometime from Rackless Week. Uh-huh. West, Westbrook, heck, even Danny still might not finish the series off. But yeah. the, I think the 76ers get this series regardless of what happens. Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, they're playing their hearts out, but they just don't have enough, man. And uh, let's be honest, they don't have enough defensively. I truly believe that uh, Bradley Beal could be gone. Um, I don't know. I, I just ain't going to lie to you, man. I, I, would we like to see Westbrook get a ring? I just don't think any team he could go to would get him a ring. I, I don't know what team, unless you know. Let's be honest, unless he like went to the Lakers, I still wouldn't even like that fit though. I wouldn't. Like I don't like that fit either. I don't think. I don't think he could play with LeBron. Uh-uh. I, I know how people say LeBron can you know play with almost any. I don't think that would be a good fit at all. I don't. It's just I no just force. There's no floor spacing with Russell Westbrook. None. Literally, you're you're kind of. I mean. The thing you love about Westbrook is the heart, the energy, the effort. Because, dude, like if you could put your Russell Westbrook's heart, Russell Westbrook's hustle into, I don't know, saying Anthony Davis. Like imagine how good Anthony oh. Davis – Anthony Davis has the measurables. He's got the talent. But sometimes it's just like, you know, we talked about it game one against the Suns. Like where was the where was the heart at? Where was the passion? Was the heart, yeah. If you put that into like a – like a player like like Anthony Davis, there's no telling you know the the upside of that player. You know that that's what I love about Russell. It's just you know you doubt his his range. You know even the mid range he still struggles with. It's but he still got that. I don't know him. I've heard good things about him and um him and Bill. Apparently they they've liked playing with each other this year. 
Um, he's made good impressions on the teammates. He's one of those guys that people in the league say, you know, he's going to take care of everybody on the team. He teach the young guys. He'll bring them up. He's nice to them and everything. So he's a good guy to have on your team. It's just what really starts factoring into it is the amount of money he's getting paid. It's an absurd amount of money. Mm-hmm. To have that on your books is tough. Um, you know, I heard Jacob Ball, and he brought it up to me. Like, I got a text from him this morning about maybe Bill coming, you know, leaving there and maybe, you know, Atlanta looking at him. Um, I was like, I don't know, though. I don't know. I feel like um, I, feel, I feel like that he would. He kind of likes it in Washington. So, I, I don't know, man. We could see it. I don't want to bet on. I don't want to bet on it just yet. I think he likes it in Washington, dude. Well, it will be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, I just, I just feel. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I just feel bad for Westbrook. Uh, he's a phenomenal player. He just ain't. It just. He's that type of guy that just won't win one. I just don't. You know, he'll have he, that. He, career. You're probably right. You're probably right. He just. You would think wanna, in you know, you know, like I never want to say never, but you're probably right. Yeah, in an era like this where everybody ain't gonna lie, everybody's getting rings. Yeah, you know, for for a minute nobody ever thought Dwight Howard would get a ring, yet he got. Mm-hmm. So in in an era where everybody's getting rings, you know, I, you would think Westbrook will finally get on one of those teams. You know, it obviously he'll never go to the Nets, but he'll get on the team on a super team like that maybe mm-hmm. one day and uh, get him one one ring. But heck, Carl Malone tried to do it. He tried to get on the 04 Lakers. Yeah. Still couldn't get him a ring. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, poor guy. Poor yeah. Man. After the Lakers, the one three straight, he said, Oh, I'm sure he'll win the fourth one. Nah, they don't. No, so, man. you know, just it just be probably, it's just the luck of Westbrook. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, um, you know, once, once we end up seeing, you know, we're just going to speak it into existence Philly, Atlanta, what percentage chance do you give Atlanta to beat Philly in round two? Just a little forward thinking here. Um, if I had to give a percentage, I, I only give them about like a 30% chance, man. Um, I just don't see them. I just think the big man, I think Embiid being inside is too much for them. I don't think they have a real big man that can really help, help with them. I know you, they got Clint Capella. Um, what's the other forward name? Um, it's John, John Collins and Clint Capella. That's only John Collins. There you yeah. go, John Collins. I don't, I don't think John Collins or him, uh, is enough to uh, stop him, uh, Embiid. Embiid yeah. is a MVP candidate for a reason. He's playing out of his mind right now. Uh, ben Simmons on the defensive end, I think he'll be able to hold Trey Young a little bit. Uh, Tobias Harris. I mean, you know, the guy remember, 76 got a lot of weapons. That's I why do. I said to me, 76 is give the Nets more of a, uh, a, a tussle than they, I believe. They the got a lot of guys that can throw at people now. I mean, not even just yeah, that, but I mean, you got guys like Matisse Thibel. Like, Thibel's defense has been yes, a freaking actually, one. Uh, yeah. Him. You got Danny Green. You can always throw at people, like you said, Ben Simmons. Like they just got folks. That Dwight can... Howard even played sixteen minutes. He yeah. had nine rebounds. You know, I mean, I'll that's see, just tough. You know, those are just impactful minutes. Yeah, and like you said, Capella is really the only true five they have. Like they don't have it. They're kind of like in a similar position as the Suns, where they got one true center, and then after that, it's just you know, it, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not much. There's nothing really there. Not You're much. just throwing together scraps. Yeah. So, um, I think and Seth, I remember Seth Curry for 76ers as He's well. Been doing good. That Curry brother been playing. He that has been. been playing. He has been. Well, let's let's wrap up this next two um series. Bucks Heat, that one's done. Clean sweep, baby. You you called it. We called we it right. It like yeah. I said, revenge series. We knew took that care of business. Took care of business. Care I, don't, business. I, don't, I don't even as think they, they should say much, man. It's they just took care of business. What do you got to say though? Uh, same thing, man. We uh, we knew that was happening. Uh, yeah, we, we, like I said, we knew that was happening. It, it was more of a, it was more of a, 
the Bucks were just overpowering of the of the Heat. Um, I I kept seeing a lot of things on uh, social media talking about how uh, the Heat gave up their opportunity to get James Harden. Mm-hmm. It was get uh, the Heat had an opportunity to trade Tyler Harrow and a few other uh, key pieces, Duncan Robinson, I believe, all for um, uh, James Harden, and they think the Heat would have had a better year. Um, you could make that case. You could. But, uh, I still don't know if it would have been I, enough. I don't think it would have been enough. No. The East The East got a little bit better. Uh, they did. That still would have been hard. Uh, even mm-hmm. with a Durant and Kyrie just on the Nets, the Knicks I obviously look good. The Hawks, bro, it, it would have been enough, man. Yeah. It would have been enough. The Heat yeah. still would have they, they, if, for instance, like if they if they're not losing to the Bucks, they would have lost to whoever the four seed is. Uh, well, well, not necessarily the Knicks, but they would lost to the Hawks. I believe they would have lost mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah. I don't see them be any other playoff team with Harden. And if they took away like all those pieces, they're still not winning. Uh, the Heat Heat have have a lot more problems than just uh, trying to get another offensive player. Because for yeah. one, they wasn't as good defensively as they were last year in the bubble, and their offense, man, they it's like they should score. Jimmy they Butler played pretty god awful, and it's not yeah. it's not going to get talked about that much. And 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 I'll say this because people were saying, you know, we, we'll we'll be quick to bash Paul George if he has a bad game, but I mean, look look at what Jimmy put up this year, and right, you know, we're not going to say nothing about that. So I, I'll I'll say something about it. You know, I'll come out and say something. Yeah, Jimmy, you played piss poor, man. Like that was that was it was pretty bad, man. Um, you know, and this is a guy that Jackson and I, when we were talking about all NBA teams, we both had him on the all NBA teams, uh, because yeah, he had such a I good remember. regular season. But I mean, you think about that last game, he shot four fifteen. Four fifteen from the field, bro. Um well, elimination game. Sorry, Not good. Sad. Not good. It's Going sad. out sad, bro. Going out sad. And I kept Ooh. telling, you know, I know it was a different team. But I keep telling people, man, and that bubble to me was a difference maker. It was a difference maker. I keep saying it. I keep saying it. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. That bubble was different, man. And I just don't thought I just I told y'all from last year, the Heat just took advantage of a great situation. They really did. I say the same thing with the good old Lakers. Took advantage of, and I say the same thing with the Nuggets. Took advantage okay. of a great situation of going against the Clippers. So, all right, you know, we go, we'll, we'll see. I just, more all right. So, I'll bring up one quick example. One quick example. So, um, so you're saying that just because a team went from being in the championship to getting bounced in the first round is is because of the bubble? You think? I told I, I've been saying this from day one. The bubble was not a realistic championship, in my opinion. Okay, was it a real? Is a real title? Yes, but it's got to look. I mean, yeah, it was action. different than normal one, but action. but I don't think the bubble itself. I don't think that that was like a. Um, I mean, it, this isn't the first time we've seen a team do really good and then do you know significantly worse the next year. I no, mean, it, and, no, and I, 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 I'll even bring up your Mavs. You remember your Mavericks when they when they beat you know my boy LeBron in twenty eleven. And then the very next year, they got bounced in the first round. It's no different. Yeah, well, for one, that and team And they actually changed. won the doggone thing and beat our well, top, that team, top team. That team changed, for one. That team changed because they let go of a lot of guys they had when they won the title. Two, the other thing that also changed was Kevin Durant finally got his legs up under him a little bit. But 
I'm not saying that's not the same case with a lot of these other superstars. Mm-hmm. What I am saying is the bubble gave a lot of you gotta remember some people didn't want to play, some people wanted to play, yeah. people back and forth. It just was a lot of insecure things that happened that we mm-hmm. know that usually would have happened around playoff time. Yeah. Now, to be honest, let's ask a, let's ask a real question. What were the chances of the Lakers winning the title last year? Was it still going to be almost the same? Probably, probably so. so. Yeah, probably so. probably so. But I am saying is a lot of these other teams that show a few signs like this. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that would have been the same case if we wouldn't had the bubble. If the playoff would there was no COVID and the playoff would have went from start to finish like it always does. A lot of this stuff would. I don't think a lot of this stuff would happen, man. And I thought the Heat just took advantage of it. And they did. And said, rightly so, they did. They, they saw an opportunity. They took it. You're right. You're yeah. right. Um, and, and, you know, you're, you're right about the, the Mavs team. They did change. And I guess you could say, you know, this team did change in a sense. I mean, um, you know, obviously the key pieces are still there, but the players obviously changed. Tyler Hero took a step down. Uh, Goran Dragic yeah. took a step down. Um, they just didn't have that same – I don't know, man. Th- this year never really went right for the Miami um, but here we'll, we'll move on. We'll try to knock this, this last one out. We don't have to talk too long on Brooklyn, Boston, Boston was able to able to actually steal one Jason Tatum dropping 50. Um, doesn't change anything for me really. I mean, I did think they were going to get swept, but now I just think this goes five games instead of four. So, uh, you know, yeah. that, that's where I'm at. Uh, Durant is having some one of the best series he's had in a long time. I mean, Right now, I mean, as we're talking, the game is going on. He's got 36 points. This man is 12 for 16. Uh, this man can't miss a shot right now. Um, they're blowing out Boston. Uh, James Harden is having a phenomenal game. James Harden right now is uh, uh, 8 for 11, 22 points. Like, you got to remember, how many times have you ever seen James Harden only take 11 shots? I want y'all to get that through y'all's score. That, that, that is what I'm trying to explain to a lot of people. Uh-huh. The Nets are not – the Nets are – they're good. But it's like the role that everybody is taking. James Harden is only taking 11 shots. This man used to average around 30, 40 shots. Yeah. This man only has taken four free throws. Yeah. Do we know what James Harden, how many free throws that man was taking on Houston? This man legit has a game where he has taken 30 free throw attempts. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> real. So the role he is playing – I mean, obviously, yes, we knew they were going to be Boston. If it, if it ain't five, it, it's surely going to be six. Yeah. You know, it, I just it. don't see nothing Boston. It's going to be – it's inevitable. I just don't see nothing Boston can do to beat them. Kyrie is having a better game. He's shooting 50%. He has 37 points right now. Mm-hmm. So, the key guys are playing as the as the Nets need. The Nets need their big three always on the brigade. Like I said, they can just have the big two. And they'll still win the game more than likely. So I'm just ready to see this series against them and the Bucks. The Bucks are healthy. You said the Bucks except, be- except for Divincenzo. Remember Divincenzo? He's out for the playoffs. He is out. So that, that'll Divincenzo hurt a little out. bit, but at least it ain't like the big big name. So that's I, I don't feel like I'm robbed. They still got Drew. Yeah, they still got Drew. They still got Chris. They still got Giannis. So I think they'll be mm-hmm. fine. Um, yeah. Do the same thing, man. If you had to throw a percentage on this one. What do you? I'll, I'll just give you. What do you win? The Bucks percentage. Bucks win this against the Nets. Well, I said the Hawks was thirty, so I'm giving the Bucks. I'm gonna say this: it's gonna be a closer series, but give me the Bucks only thirty-five. Ooh, 
I'll go 45. I think this is going to go seven. I think these are going to be – This is going to be the best series. I'm calling it. In the name of Jesus, uh, you're calling a good <laughs> – You're calling a good series here, man. Hey, hey I'm sticking, uh, baby. <laughs> I'm calling I, it. This is going to be a good series. You see dog. something that I don't see because I, I, I've i looked at both teams. I've watched both teams. One game, at least of both teams. I've seen two games in Brooklyn. But I've watched both, both teams of their uh, – them play. And man, Giannis I mean, is about to have the series of his lifetime. The Nets beat them in five games, Tyler. Yes. Ooh, how confident are you of that? I am actually really confident in that one. Oh, I am. please. Oh, I'm, Chris, I know we've been talking it. Would you like to make a wager? I'm really confident. You would yes. you like to make a wager? I'm actually willing to make a wager on that one. Yes. How much I you want to throw? How much you want to throw? Let's do it for. Let's do it on the show right here, right now. We did not play right, on the show. Ten. Let's do ten. ten. All right, just an easy ten. Yeah, I'll do that. Hey, virtual shake, virtual, virtual shake. Virtual shake. We you heard it here first. Here you go. Nets beat Bucks in five games. You heard it here first. All right, all right. So two. if it lasts any more than five, I got that one right. Yeah, you win it. Right, bet. You win it. All you need is the Bucks to get two games. That's all right. right. All right. I, and I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I do. I I just don't see it happen. Wow. Okay. I just don't see it happening, big man. I really don't. Boy, all right. Well, I like that. So, okay. Well, that's a good point to lead off on. So, um, <laughs> let's uh, let's kick it on over to the West, man. Let's let's highlight some of these matchups real quick. Um, I mean, we're looking at what? I mean, we got Utah, Utah, and the Grizzlies. So right now, Utah leads that series two one. Grizzlies ended up making a little comeback toward the end of their last game. I was able to watch. Um. They've been playing this series better than I expected them to. Donovan Mitchell has came in. He's made a difference, like we called. Um, th- this next game will be in uh, Memphis once again. I-, I sent my buddy one of the uh, a video, uh, Memphis. It had me cracking up, bro. Uh, the whole crowd was going, whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. You know, hustle and flow that was, you know, in Memphis. I- that one had me dying. I thought it was so cool. Um, man, they have, a- they have a really good team. They're very deep. Memphis was some – I ain't going to lie to you. I slept on Memphis a little bit. But um, I, think, I, I think the Jazz are still going to end up pulling this one out. But what do you have to say? Um, Yes, uh, Memphis is playing better than not what I expected. Obviously, I, to be honest, if the Warriors were in this, uh, their games would be uh, – it would be much earlier than uh, always the late game. Uh, but uh, uh, what one thing is uh, probably a lot of people are shocked how the Grizzlies are performing. Um. Uh, you would ask yourself the question, would the Warriors be playing any better? Uh, it's thrown up in the air. You could say that. But the Gribbles are actually playing above their heads. John Morant's looking really good. I think he's the one of the first guy. I mean, he's like second all time to have their first ever uh, first two playoff games. Mm-hmm. And he scored like around like 70-some points combined in both of them. So, you know, he'd score more than like MJ and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in their first ever. I think the only guy that beats him was Luka. So, John Moran is having a, ph- a phenomenal game, a uh, phenomenal series. He's playing really good. Uh, game three, he's playing really good. As we said before, we knew Donovan Mitchell and all those boys are going to be really good. Rudy Gobert's doing what he does better. Jordan Clarkson showing why he's the sixth man of the year every time he yeah, plays. Yeah. And um, give a shout out, Grayson Allen. Mm. Man, playing above his head, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, looking good. I'm, I'm a lot of guys that. stepping up for that team, man. That freaking uh, wasn't it? Kyle Anderson too. Kyle Anderson. He's Kyle been Anderson. Yeah, very, very surprising to me how he's been playing really well, man. Both of those guys. Um, yeah. 
it's, it's ridiculous, man. Some names you just don't hear often talked you about don't. that are showing out, man. So that's awesome. Um, so who they're playing next will be the winner of your 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 one B uh, L A Clippers. Uh, obviously, your one A are your Dallas Mavericks, but your one B mm-hmm. L A Clippers versus your one A. Why did they always not play each other first? Dallas like, why Mavericks. Did they I know. This puts you in such a tough spot, man. It but does. Your, like, like, I hate it. The Clippers ended up pulling out last game, so I mean, this is a two-one series. They pl- they're yeah. they're slated to play tonight at nine thirty. So, here in about uh, eighteen minutes, Torres, we'll be watching this. I'll be texting you uh, during this one, bro. We'll be we'll be having a good time watching this, and it's at Dallas. Yeah. Um, Porzingis has been god awful. Um, he has been playing. He played so bad last last game. I about to say that was just last game. I was no, say, that, yeah, was that, that was a bad – I know, but that was a bad, bad game, bro. I was about to say, yeah, the first two games, he's been a he, difference maker. He the last good. game, yes. But that last, yeah, last game, game he, I think he's the reason they lost that one, man. He he played really, really bad. I mean, what was it he ended up finishing with? I'm looking at the box score now. He ended up finishing with nine points. Nine, three, and four. Nine, three, four, and four, three. yes. You're right. That is that is that is pretty bad. In 34 minutes, albeit, sheesh, man. Yeah. Woo! That was bad. And, Can't and happen again. Luka. Cannot happen and again. Luka, They're going to pull this one out. I don't think it will happen again, no. Luca had a career game. Um, He played phenomenal. Luca had 44 uh, – he had 44 uh, – well, just 44 points and nine assists, nine rebounds. Yeah. So, he had 44, nine, and nine. Um, yeah, Porzingis was three and ten. Uh, but Kawhi, I mean, man, had a phenomenal game. Only yeah. missed four shots, 13 for 17. 36 points. Paul George, 11 for 18, 29 points. To be honest, y'all, I want y'all to actually be – before we can shoot the Clippers in, in the throat of anything. Shoot them in the throat. Paul I like George. I haven't heard that one before, man. I like <laughs> the throat. Before we shoot them in the throat. Let's be – Paul George actually has not been playing that bad this year. Oh, yeah. He it, actually it, has not. It's to, me, actually playing. to me, I was mainly cracking on him for how he played at the end of the game. Because really, that's when that's when you need to be counted on, and that and he just wasn't coming through for him. He did have technically he's he hasn't done what he did in the bubble last year. I'll I'll give him that no. I'll give him that slack. Like I said, if I'm gonna give Jimmy Butler slack right now, I mean I need to praise Paul George a little bit. He's actually put up some decent lines. It's just like what yeah. I'm saying is, at the end of the game, they need him. They need him to come through. And if he doesn't, then yeah, I'm gonna give him some slack. That's just how it's gonna be. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I literally was about to put the nail in the coffin when the Mavericks came out first game. I mean, I mean, sorry, in game three, it went up thirty to eleven. I was like, "Oh, freak! This Mavericks team." I already know the Mavs are legit. Been watching some games from them from time to time throughout the year, you know, throughout mm-hmm. my training. And I'm like, "Dang, this Mavs team do look good." Yeah. Obviously, I didn't want them to play the Clippers first. You know, if anything, in the second round, I thought it would be playing a team like the Lakers or somebody in the second round. I would like to see them against the Lakers. I really would. But problem is, you know, this is a tough series. Like, this is a series where if you put these other two teams against probably somebody else in the first round, I would like either one of these teams against another team. Obviously, I ain't going to lie to you. I would like either one of these teams against the Jazz. You realize they didn't have to play them. If they would have won their last couple I'm, be, I'm just being real. I mean, you already know. I've already gone over this with you, but they could be playing yeah, Portland. They could be playing Portland. They could be playing Portland about. right now. But why did why did they do that? Because they wanted to double. <laughs> and it's just that's just straight up truth, bro. It's just oh, straight up. God. 
It's well, you know what? If they and I, I'm gonna tell you something. If that was the case as well, which you could be slightly right, the Clippers will be in a great position because your boy has been playing this and this and that, Anthony yeah. Davis, and that's we'll only the, that was, we will get to him eventually. But I will say overall, with the Mavericks and the Clippers, I think either one of these teams, you know, obviously I think it'll be much more competitive series. Anybody, it'll be an up and down series with the Lakers. But check out the Lakers. I think either one of these teams beat any other team in the West in a seven-game series. Yeah. I think the Clippers can beat the Jazz. I think they can beat the Nuggets in a seven-game series. I think the Mavs can beat any one of these teams in a seven-game series as well. If Porzingis is on his game, nobody's really going to stop Luka. Luka's going to do what he does. They just got to make sure everybody else isn't doing it. And meaning by that, guys like Tim Hardaway, guys like Max Keebler, guys like uh, – uh, um, uh, Bronson, like you got to make sure those guys isn't on their game. If they can just make Luca basically pull what the Boston Celtics did to Michael Jordan, you make Jordan score all the points, shut everybody else down. When Jordan sh- dropped 63, they said, okay, well, if Jordan's going to do all that, make sure nobody else is scoring. So we can win the game. Mm-hmm. That's the, what the basically the Clippers got to do. And Stephen A was getting all up on Kawhi saying, Kawhi, you've been playing bad this year because, well, they've been getting mad at Kawhi because of his defense on Luca. Basically saying you're not why are you not always guarding Luca? Well, he probably won't have some of the stuff on the offensive end, but let's be honest. Yeah. Who is stopping Luca? That man is shooting one-legged shots yeah. on his back foot. Throw, like, who is stopping that stuff? Right. Right. <laughs> so they just I mean, right, stop right now, stop right now you got yes. your clippers. They're they're minus three and they're three and a half point favorites here tonight. You know, we're we're talking about this Sunday night, so the game hasn't started just yet. Call your shot. Who wins tonight? Ah, it's you would be shocked. You would be shocked, but uh, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I think I think Clippers uh, get them today. You'll be shocked. In in all honesty, like the Clippers, the fact that they were able to come back down thirty to eleven, I think that gave them confidence. Mm-hmm. Come back, boom, they win this game. You, I, I, I mean, a lot. I might say Clips, and I originally I said Clippers in six. You well, might still be right. I might, I might, you know, could lean seven. You know, yeah. Clippers got to win. That means Clippers would have to win like four straight games, which is it? I mean, which is possible. But yeah, I think they win tonight. I think they, I, I think um, the Clippers tied up two two. I'll lean that way with you too. So you you were already about to jump into it, but let's go ahead. We'll 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 go into Suns Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, lay into me, bro. Let me go ahead and get the blame. Lord have mercy. Because every time, every time, what did I tell you last year? You said, well, the Suns ain't going to get no more. And I said, they'll get one more. (laughs) They'll get one more. Now, I ain't going to lie. Did I think they were going to get this one in L.A.? No, I did not. And did did anybody think Anthony Davis was going to sit? No, we did not. And because of that, um, Anthony Davis, with his uh, growing, with him being out, changed the complexity of this entire game. Because you had guys like uh, Andre Drummond, who did Jack, Marcus Saul, he played okay, but still is not enough, is not the effects of uh, Anthony Davis. LeBron James does what LeBron James does. 
He can, he can still I, be doing more. He can still be doing more, bro. Well, I mean, as I said last show, as I've been saying since last year in the NBA Finals on that bubble, the Lakers go, as you said, which is obvious, but I'm making this a definitive statement. I don't – Obviously, if the Lakers were with just only uh, – Anthony Davis and Noah LeBron James, would they be just as good? Probably not. No, yeah. no, I believe that. Yeah. But this Lakers team has no chance if Anthony Davis don't play. If wait, Anthony Davis wait, 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 no chance at a championship or no chance in the series? I ain't gonna lie to you. I, would, I might say no chance at this series. No, I, I think, I think, I I'm think the Suns That's what I was telling you. Well, well, well I, I think that's obvious. Like I said, I think that's obvious because in this league, yeah. you have to have at least two guys that are really good um, yeah. to win anything nowadays. So um, that's why I said the captain obvious thing on on the on the. Tweet. Oh no no no! But I agree with you. But I'm gonna tell yeah. you this: it's not it's not what what other production are they going to get from the big man position? Because it looked like nobody else really. I look like LeBron can't, James. Can't count on Montrez. Montrez just – it's not this – this matchup mm-hmm. isn't for him. If they go small, then, yeah, I would bring in Montrez. But the thing is, we're going to have to rely on Drummond and Gasol, which I like Gasol. Gasol played really well today, actually. I like what I saw from him. Um, Kuzma really pissed me off today. Kuzma mm-hmm. supremely pissed me off. Every time he goes up with a shot, he falls down. He's slow to get back on defense, and it leaves us in a five-on-four situation where they end up scoring. He was taking no uh-huh. shots. Um, LeBron was even being careless. with like Le- I'm telling you, by all means, LeBron ended up having a good game, and you could say LeBron was LeBron, but he really – this isn't even close to the best, you know, that we can see from him, and it, this isn't what they needed today. He turned the ball over way too many times. They like, I'll, and I'll give credit to the Suns' defense. They were they they're able to put their hands in the passing lanes, tip balls, get those turnovers. Um, and and I don't know what it is about this team right now with their sense of urgency, but it's like they they don't want to start playing hard until the last I don't know six seven minutes in the game. If you would actually just do that earlier in the game, you wouldn't be in this predicament, man. And, and that's really what they put themselves in. They they screwed themselves. They shot themselves in the foot or the throat, as Torres would say, um, <laughs> by, uh, by by just continuing to screw around, turn the ball over. Um, they would not capitalize on opportunities, and and it really it really showed, man. Um, Chris Paul actually came to play today. I'll give him some kudos here. It was glad to see. I'm glad. I was glad to actually see him playing well because I do love Chris Paul, man. I'm a big Chris Paul guy. Um, I do believe in him. I think he, him being an MVP case this year, obviously he wasn't going to be top three, but I think he should have been in the talks. I, I thought he was really good this year. He held that team together and they wouldn't have been nearly as good, um, you know, without him. So um, it was good to see that. You're right on that. I don't look at that stat line now. They all look good overall. Yeah. Oh, like they, everybody oh, on the Suns put together a total, like, like by as far as a team goes, they did great, man. What all of them were in the Total double team game, in 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 scoring was that true? All of them in the double digits in scoring. Yeah, every uh, all starting five was in double digits. Yeah, While for the Lakers, only one man on the starting five was in double digits. That was LeBron. You had four guys overall in the Lakers. It was LeBron, Kuzma uh, had eleven, Gasol had twelve, but you said had played pretty decent. And uh, Caruso had ten, so that was the only ones in double digits. I, I don't know. It, it gives me. I think this thing might end up going seven now. That's really what I. Think. I think it might. I might. I think it might lean seven now. I ain't gonna lie. Now, if, if Anthony Davis can find a way to get back, day to day, right? Get now. back. 
He's day to day. Huh? He's day to day right now, man. I just, I, I'm losing, I'm losing a little hope, bro. I, I really am. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm losing my hope on this one. So uh, it's a growing strain, you know. Yeah. So it's day to day, is what they're saying. So I'm, I'm not gonna get my hopes up by any stretch of the means. Um, this could go seven. Um, you might be seeing the Lakers exit in the first round this year, y'all. That's what I was. Yeah. So I'm just. As, as long as LeBron keeps playing like this, because he, he's got to – at some point he's got – and he started showing streaks of this and later in the game, he's got to start taking over. He's got to do what – he's going to have to do what he had to do in Cleveland where he just puts his head down and goes at the rim. He goes for the kill. If he doesn't do that, they're not making – they're not making it past this round. They're not. Mm-hmm. And, and that's I don't. And it's so funny you say that because Chris Paul literally said after his pregame – I mean, after the postgame interview – he said Monty Williams talked him out and told him to sit for game four. Yeah. And he said, I he talked him out of it. He said, I I, I can't. He said, yeah. you just we're gonna pick too much into this season for me to yeah. sit out in a in a and he, game he actually game. he actually didn't play hurt, it looked like today. He actually looked like he was somewhat he healthy. He was actually able to yeah. shoot the ball and stuff. He was making he was getting good buckets. So um yeah, I gotta give it to him. So I, we're both on agreement right here. I think this thing will go seven. I'd be shocked if it don't. Um if this ends. If this ends in six and it's the Suns, that's sad, man. That's just it's just a sad day. It ain't gonna be sad for huh? you. It's gonna be sad for me. That's for well, sure. Don't don't even have to worry about me. You know my. You know I'm gonna be ready, big man. Oh, don't yeah. even worry about. It. I'll be ready. Yeah. But I just don't, I ain't gonna lie. If I had if I had to say what was gonna happen, I'm gonna say it again. And I'm gonna say it now. But Anthony Davis, if he can get back, if he can play anything close to what he mm-hmm. usually does. They will win this game. They will win this series. Okay. That's only if. That's only if. So, All right. you know, and also a little side note, Kevin Durant got 42 points. Kyrie got 39. That's going to be a hard team to stop. Jeez. Good Lord. All right, last yeah. series here. Nuggets Trailblazers right now. The series is tied at 2-2. Like I said last um, show, I think this one goes seven. All right, what do you, you say? You said it was going to be the best one of the best series. You said this was – at first I thought it was Hawks and Knicks, but you said it was going to be the series of the uh, first round. Yeah, I mean, it truly is. It truly is. It's going back and forth. I mean, anything you take it from, I mean, Jokic is doing pretty good, but it's like these teams are taking game by game. Like one game, Trailblazers will start doing good. One game, the Nuggets will, and they're just taking turns being who's going to be the best of the night. So it's, I don't know, man, if this keeps continuing, yeah, this is going to go seven. This is going to be the closest one this round. Um, and the next time they play, it'll be, what, Tuesday. So they'll get three three days off. So this should be. We should see two teams rested up, ready. These, to go. these guys don't play till Tuesday. They don't play Game Five to Tuesday. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. So yeah. they get a little extra rest, like a little extra day of rest. Um. So we'll, we'll see how it goes, man. I'm I'm still gonna stick with Nuggets, even after that terrible last game. I'm still gonna stick with Nuggets. Who are you sticking with? Well, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. For the for the Trailblazers to win this game. And Damian Lillard went one for ten. Like, man, <laughs> like, you know, he ain't gonna have many games like that. Mm-hmm. But you also got to throw in the fact Nikola Jokic ain't gonna have games where he only got sixteen points and he's really? seven for eighteen. For real. So you have to throw that into account. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean the other side. I'm gonna say Portland in seven. Okay, I like I'm gonna it. Go with I like I'm Portland. I, I'm a, I just feel Damian Lillard can can get that upset. I, I think he can. I think with all those boys, you know, Carmelo, Anthony playing, 
I think you're going to see it. Think about it like this game seven in Denver, and Carmelo's the one to put the nail in the coffin on. That'd be crazy. <laughs> that, would, that would be crazy. So, yeah. Well, enough playoff talk. Let's finish this one up uh, with, with a little dog talk, real quick, just for a couple minutes because we're here at the end of the show. We're at, we're at the hour mark here right now. Um, so, some big news came out from sources. You know, I keep up with these dog forums, but some big news came about right. today. I was searching, I was looking. Um, some stuff dropped about uh, Darion Kendrick, who we've highlighted in this show before, cornerback mm-hmm. Clemson, who we've talked about. Georges get dropped, that he could be a possible UGA guy. And, you know, I figured that was in the cards. You know, that one, that one you know, I was like, okay, that one felt like a pretty sure bet. Okay, we need we have a starting cornerback position open. Um, he could come in, plug and play, good to go. What I didn't see coming was Eric Gilbert, former Marietta tight end that went to LSU, five-star guy that was once committed to Florida in the transfer portal but backed out. It's looking like he will be joining us this week as well, bro. And I am freaking stoked, bro. Oh, my God. So not only, you know, because we, we lost George Pickens, obviously. Uh, six foot, what, six foot two, six foot three, runs about a four mm-hmm. seven. Now we can replace him with a six foot five, four seven guy. So I, I'm excited, man. We can we the perfect guy to fill in right there. Um, he will be he was recruited as a wide receiver, so he will be playing wide out. Some people were kind of shocked at that one. Um, it's just what he wants to play, man. Uh, but he'll be doing that. Darren Kendrick will be stepping in. I think this is going to be huge, not only for the season, but for the opening game against Clemson, bro. Um, having That's a nuts. On that side, he can give us a little insider information, and he'll be ready to go, I think, man. I'm ready for it. I'm about to say, that's nuts when you actually sit here and think about that, man. He's played over – he's played nearly 400 snaps uh, for Clemson. He was a, played in nine games, started at eight of them, first team all ACC um, uh, for Clemson. And, man – this man, like, look good. And you have a guy like that come to Georgia on an already good defensive team. Yes, they are they're really young. Then now on the alley in another starting cornerback. Then you bring in a tight end yeah. to help JT Daniels. Yeah. I mean, man, I think our receiving core is already good in itself. I think Georgia receiving core is up to par, at least with the quarterback. You also got to always remember, Georgia also have these, uh, these dark horses that come out of the blue that will come into play. So – that will be helpful for JT Daniels. Um, I really wish our boy was healthy. Uh, what's his name? The one that tore his ACL? Uh, Pickens. Pickens. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, you know, we don't know how that will go. Yeah. Um, Word on the street is he's probably not going to play any this season. He's already preparing for pros. So we'll really, we'll see. but yeah, it is what it is, man. We, like I said, we were able to fill that need. So I'm not really stressing that. I was a little worried. I ain't gonna lie, but Georgia, they were able to take advantage of this transfer portal. Um, you know, getting those two, getting um, the top safety in uh, college football, the Tyke Smith from West Virginia, that was huge. And then Turnage, uh, getting him from Alabama, another defensive back. So it looks like we shored up the spot that we were weak in. We were able to get some extra reinforcement in that wide receiving core to help out for this upcoming season. So I, I'm excited, bro. Um, when I saw that, I was just like, Kirby Dunn did it again, bro. That's the cane. Yep. The Kang of recruit, yeah. baby. That's that joker right there, man. That's that man. Boy, I love it. Yeah, and, and like you were saying, a lot of people get mad at Alabama for, you know, basically utilizing this transfer portal. And Georgia's yeah. doing the same right now. Yes, I would take a guy from LSU. Yes, I would take a guy from Clemson. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would take a guy from Tennessee. 
Yes, I would take a guy from Illinois. I'm taking guys from all those places. Yeah, because they're going to help my team. I yes, I would take a guy from Wake Forest. You know, hopefully he didn't play. But still, I would take yeah. him, you know, because these guys help my team, put them in within my system, understanding that, oh, I might have bypassed these guys coming out of high school, but if these guys no longer want to play for their certain college and they're good and I can get them through a transfer portal, easy scholarship given, boom, you can't beat that. I mean, the transfer portal, a lot of people talking about it hurting a lot of the big schools. To me, it's helping the big schools. Yeah, I think this helped guys reload faster than you would not having a transfer portal. You remember, you got guys that sit out a whole year. Now guys can play instantly. Yeah, you know. So now I think guy uh, teams that are usually on top they'll reload faster because of the transfer portal. So this is a big thing for Georgia, man. I'm glad they're utilizing it to to their advantage. Yep. Yep, man, this is gonna help keep my hopes alive. Um, hopefully, that hopefully we can perform, man. Like I said, I think this is gonna help out, especially that first game of the season. That's gonna be huge. That game against Clemson. So, um, we'll see how it turns out. I'm excited. Two big names in the portal. Uh, just wanted to highlight that here at the end, man. I couldn't contain the excitement. I wanted to talk with you a little bit about it, but, um, man, we are we're over the hour mark now. Uh, anything else you want to discuss here before we break it down? No, and I also wanted to say I forgot Georgia did bring in that corner defense back, Tyke Smith, yep. from West Virginia, and uh, Brandon Turnage from Alabama. Yeah, so you know, two guys too. So yeah, they got a they got some guys, man. Locked it up, baby, because that was where we needed it. Uh, we had a young defensive back core. Obviously, Keely Ringo missing all of last year. He was a freshman. Bringing in all those freshmen this year, losing all those guys we did. Remember, we lost Campbell, DJ Daniel. Yeah. Count. Yeah. Like we we lost a bunch. Mark Webb, like in in the draft. Yeah. So I mean, it was big time player. It was freaking like we had we had to get guys to fill those spots in because it we just didn't have people anymore, man. So um yeah that that was key. Um and Eric Stokes, how, how could I forget Eric Stokes, bro? First round. Pick. Oh yeah. Um so I mean get you know it it was very vital that we got these guys in and we were able to do it. So um you had to highlight that here, man. So that that was that's what I was one of those things I was referencing at the beginning of the show. The highlight that's a highlight for me. Highlight. <laughs> low, point, low point this weekend was earlier today when the Lakers uh, decided to uh, screw around. <laughs> that's uh, true. That's I, don't know, true. I don't know. We'll but, see. But bro, it was uh, it was good talking. Anything else you wanted to wrap up? Uh no, man. I'm excited. Uh, you already know we got this upcoming week. Uh, there's a lot of big time fights. You know. Um, uh, that's actually take that back. That's actually next week. I thought I keep forgetting. But yes, Israel and all those boys, that's next week. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking so much of oh, yes, we do got a big time fight this week. Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. Oh, and God. Yeah, I'll have to and Chad Ocho Cinco will also be fighting on that card. Mm. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah, we'll look into that one. I'll I'll probably yeah. look into it for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, it's not guaranteed we'll speak on it. Well, we'll look into it. I'll look into it. I just – yeah, if if uh, if Floyd loses that one, it's rigged. So, that's all I'm saying. It is rigged. It, yeah, he loses that, it's rigged. It's but rigged. I can't throw this out. I can't throw this out. We could make some prediction on how many punches Logan Paul lands. Oh, it's going to be low. Or how many – Whatever how many the line is, I'm taking the under. Whatever the line is, I'm mm-hmm. taking the under. I'm banging the under. So – 
Uh, I'm sure somebody, some Vegas book will come out with a line for how many, like you said, punches he'll land, but I'm taking the under all day. Floyd's, Floyd's yeah. a genius at that stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, hey, well, thank you guys so much for listening in today. Um, really appreciate all you guys' support. We're still rolling. We're still rocking. The summer is here. It's upon us, man. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be banging. We got some good stuff planned. Um, continue to support us over there on our social media sites, over on Twitter, uh, at the TNT Podcast, over on Instagram, at TT underscore podcast. And you can listen to us, subscribe to us, leave those reviews on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcaster, um, you know, available. So, um, like I said, we appreciate everything you guys do. Continue to show that support. And as always, we'll see you next time. Boom, boom.